Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Judges chapter 8 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. Ziba and Samuna. Now the Ephraimites asked Gideon, Why have you treated us like this? Why didn't you call us when you went to fight Midian? And they challenged him vigorously. But he answered them, What have I accomplished compared to you? Aren't the gleanings of Ephraim's grapes better than the full grape harvest of Abiezer? God gave Oreb and Zeb, the Midianite leaders, into your hands. What was I able to do compared to you? At this their resentment against him subsided. Gideon and his three hundred men, exhausted yet keeping up the pursuit, came to the Jordan and crossed it. He said to the men of Sukkoth, Give my troops some bread, they are worn out, and I am still pursuing Seba and Samuna, the kings of Midian. But the officials of Sukkoth said, Do you already have the hands of Seba and Samuna in your possession? Why should we give you bread to your troops? Then Gideon replied, Just for that, when the Lord has given Sebath and Samuna into my hand, I will tear your flesh with desert thorns and briars. From there he went up to Peniel and made the same request of them, but they answered as the men of Sukkoth had. So he said to the men of Peniel, When I return in triumph, I will tear down this tower. Now Sebath and Samuna were in Karkor with a force of about 15,000 men, all that were left of the armies of the eastern people. A hundred and twenty thousand swordsmen had fallen. Gideon went up to the route of the nomads east of Noba and Gobeha and attacked the unsuspecting army. Seba and Salmuna, the two kings of Midian, fled, but he pursued them and captured them, routing their entire army. Gideon, son of Joash, then returned from the battle by the pass of Heres. He caught a young man of Sukkoth and questioned him. And the young men wrote down for him the names of the seventy-seven officials of Sukkoth, the elders of the town. Then Gideon came and said to the men of Sukkoth, Here are Seba and Salmuna, about whom you taunted me by saying, Do you already have the hands of Seba and Salmuna in your possession? Why should we give bread to your exhausted men? He took the elders of the town and taught the men of Sukkoth a lesson by punishing them with desert thorns and briars. He also pulled down the tower of Peniel, and kill the men of the town. Then he asked Seba and Salmuna, What kind of men did you kill at Tabor? Men like you, they answered, each one with the bearing of a prince. Gideon replied, Those were my brothers, the sons of my own mother, as surely as the Lord lives. If you had spared their lives, I would not kill you. Turning to Jether, he said, Kill them. But Jether did not draw his sword, because he was only a boy and was afraid. Seba and Samuna said, Come, do it yourself. As, as is the man, so is his strength. So Gideon stepped forward and killed them and took the ornaments of their camels next. Gideon's ephod. The Israelites said to Gideon, Rule over us, you, your son, and your grandson, because you have saved us from the hand of Midian. But Gideon told them, I will not rule over you, nor will my son rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. And he said, I do have one request, that each of you give me an earring from your share of the plunder. It was the custom of the Ishmaelites to wear gold earrings. They answered, well, we'll be glad to give them. So they spread out a garment 
and each of them threw a ring from his plunder unto it. The weight of the gold rings he asked for came to seventeen hundred shekels. Now counting the ornaments, the pendants, and the purple garments worn by the king of Midian, or the chains that were on their camels' necks. Gideon made the gold into an ephod, which he placed in Oprah, to his town. All Israel prostituted themselves by worshiping it there, and it became a snare to Gideon and his family. Gideon's death. Thus Midian was subdued before the Israelites and did not raise its head again. During Gideon's lifetime, the land had peace forty years. Jerubal, son of Josh, went back home to live. He had seventy sons of his own, for he had many wives. His concubine, who lived in Shechem, also bore him a son, whom he named Abimelech. Gideon, son of Josh, died at a good old age and was buried in the tomb of his father Josh in Oprah of the Abiezrites. No sooner had Gideon died than the Israelites again prostituted themselves to the Baals. They set up Baal Berith as their god, and did I remember the Lord their god, who had rescued them from the hands of all their enemies on every side. They also failed to show any loyalty to the family at Jerubal, that is Gideon, in spite of all the good things he had done for them. This is the end of Judges chapter 8. So again, we see here how Gideon pursues and conquers and kills Seba and Samuna. And then we see now that Gideon and his family fall again down to the curse of worshiping false gods. And after Gideon dies, they go right back to worshiping the god of Baal. So let us pray. Father God, thank you again for your mercy. Thank you for being faithful to us even when we disappoint you over and over and over again. You tell us how to live our life, what to do. You show us examples, but yet we we walk away from the from the path. We just don't follow. We just don't listen. We just don't see. So Father, allow the Holy Spirit to open up our eyes, our hearts, and our mind. Give us the wisdom to know what is godly and what is not. Lord, help us. Help us because we can't do this on our own. Give us the understanding. Give us the peace. Help us be obedient to you, Father God. All we need to do is just obey at one day at a time, and we will achieve your purpose for us on earth. So we pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Judges chapter 8. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.